the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In news, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. People around the San Francisco Bay area last night had a bit of a shakeup. They felt a magnitude 4.2 earthquake that struck the region. The tremor struck at 8.01 p.m. local time. It had an epicenter of more than two miles southeast of Aromas. The U.S. Geological Survey says the town of Aromas has a population of more than 2,600 and straddles between Monterey and San Benito counties. USGS also says a magnitude 3 quake hit the same area about five minutes later. That's correspondent Andrew Stewart. Residents felt the tremors as far as San Francisco and Contra Costa counties. For his first hours of president, Joe Biden making a lot of promises, says he'll use executive action to hold off federal student loans being due for a while. This is SRN News. We've arrived at a place where if you disagree with anything the left has to say about anything, it's grounds for your immediate removal from society, apparently. It's beyond absurd, but if you're conservative in 2021, you apparently don't get a voice on Internet platforms. Fortunately, there is a place where your voice and your values can be heard, and you're listening to it. We've been around since long before Facebook, and by the looks of things, probably a good while after. AM 1280, The Patriot. You are now tuned in to Intelligent Radio, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian, and for the weather today, it's going to be cloudy with a high of 26 degrees. Embark with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on an extraordinary 10-day adventure through Israel. The Stand with Israel Tour, October 27th through November 5th. Join your fellow patriots by signing up today. Worry-free booking is open now at am1280thepatriot.com. Rest on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to wait via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in on this uh, Sunday, January 17th, 2021. Yes, it is the final Sunday of the President Donald J. Trump administration. I know a good number of my listeners out there uh, don't believe that's true. Whether you sincerely believe something is going to happen in the 11th hour that's going to allow Donald J. Trump to remain in the White House, or uh, if you're clinging to some sort of fantastical conspiracy theories, or you just don't want to believe it's true because he is one of the he is the greatest president in your lifetime. Some of you believe that. Uh, feel free to give me a call, 651-289-4488. How are you feeling today in this, the final Sunday of the Donald J. Trump uh, presidency? Yeah, we're going to talk a lot about Trump, obviously, because, uh, well, there's been some uh, there's been some news made uh, this past week, particularly President Trump becoming the first president in the history of the United States of America to be impeached twice in his administration. Brian, were you gearing up, ready for the flood of phone calls coming in there when I said that? You kind of look like you're ready to 
take a bunch of calls there. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm kind of <laughs> expecting for people calling. So. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, as I'm basically trying to bait them into calling, I'm not. I'm not trying to troll anybody or bait anybody. I'm just saying, uh, whenever I mention Trump and talk about the negative aspects of of the Trump administration, which there have been plenty the past two and a half months, and I've documented them here, I get a flood of phone calls. Uh, trying to help me see the light, and, and and God bless him, Brian was geared up ready <laughs> to answer that phone. So uh, we do hope to hear from you, uh, because there's going to be, again, a lot to talk about. But uh, like I mentioned, uh, the president was officially impeached uh, this past week, about one week before he is to leave office. This is from the New York Times, Nicholas Fandos. Uh, Donald J. Trump on Wednesday became the first American president to be impeached twice as 10 members of his party joined with Democrats in the House to charge him with incitement of insurrection for his role in egging on a violent mob that stormed the Capitol last week. Reconvening in a building now heavily heavily militarized against threats from pro-Trump activists and adorned with uh, bunting for the inauguration of President-elect Joseph R. Biden Jr., Lawmakers voted 232 to 197 to approve a single impeachment article. It accused Mr. Trump of inciting violence against the government of the United States in his quest to overturn the election results and called for him to be removed and disqualified from ever holding public office again. So that's the key distinction there, because a lot of people are saying, well, wait a minute. It's Wednesday, January 13th. We're voting to impeach him when he's literally going to be gone one week from today. What's what's the point? He's going to be out of here. Well, there it is right there. Uh, They're looking to disqualify him from ever holding public office again. And a Senate trial can take place after an impeached president leaves office. That, that, That can happen. So the question is, would there be 17 Republicans to join all 50 Democrats in the U.S. Senate to vote for that, to vote to convict him, i.e., prevent him from ever holding public office again. And of course, a lot of the replies to this, a lot of the retorts to that is like, well, we just need to move forward. He's going to be out of here in a week, yada, yada, yada. And if Republicans vote to impeach Trump or throw him out of office, this is going to permanently fracture the Republican Party. They'll never be a viable party again. They'll never hold the White House again. And to that I say, if you believe in your heart of hearts that he should be convicted of inciting violence against the government of the United States, then it really shouldn't much matter whether you think the party will be viable going forward. That's not a good enough reason. Now, for the record, I uh, I, I oppose uh, impeachment. Not because I think, well, we need to move on, we need to let the country heal, all that sort of thing. I definitely believe he needs to be censured for his conduct. But inciting uh, an insurrection, that seemed, you know, again, I'm no legal beagle, but again, this is a political uh, maneuver more than a legal one. But where I think they're going to run into some issues in, a, in any Senate trial is sto- the story that came out, and I'll probably get to that next segment, that this was pre-planned that these people were coming to Washington to take this on themselves. And how are you going to argue, well, the president incited them to, to do this? Now are, they, now, are they implying, you know, incitement to uh, incitement of insurrection? Were they, are they saying that, was it his speech on January 6th that did this? Or was it everything that led up to what occurred on January 6th? Because, of course, the president has been saying literally since Election Day when he fell behind late on Tuesday night, November 3rd, and into the morning, November 4th, and then it was ultimately determined on Saturday, November 7th, that Joe Biden was the projected winner of the election. The president has been saying, well, this is this is uh, this has been rigged. The, the vote has been stolen. Uh, there's no way that uh, that I that I lost this. This is a landslide. I know I won in a landslide. Uh, was that a complaint, by the way? OK. All right. We get those often where people call in and they don't want to go on the air. And um, oftentimes they aren't saying the most flattering things. Sometimes they are. So uh, so the, my point is, are they insinuating that everything the president has said the past couple of months 
caused this insurrection or this incitement of insurrection, or is it uh, the the speech that was taking place on January sixth? Because again, and I'll I'll get to the story in the se- in the next segment. It seems as though people were leaving Trump's speech early in order to carry out the storming of the Capitol. Now, where I think the president definitely, where I can't defend his conduct was afterwards, and I know I said this on the show the past, uh, I said it last Sunday, where I can't defend his conduct was while this the riots were literally taking place, he got on Facebook before his Facebook account was taken away. But it's been restored, from what I understand. The president has his Facebook account back. Um, I should check. Has he said anything lately? I, I don't know if he has or not. Um, he got on his Facebook page, put out a video uh, basically saying that, well, this is what happens when a legitimate election, a legitimate landslide is stolen from us. But I need everybody. I need everybody to go home. You need to go home now. We love you all. Yada yada yada. Okay. While this is going on, he had a duty to de-escalate. He had a duty to say, "This is not how this is going to happen." Okay. The members of Congress have spoken. The vice president has. Uh, you know, they, they, they fulfilled their duties. But the problem is that the president doesn't seem well-versed in the Constitution. It's a situation where the members of Congress, they certify the results that were put forth by the electors in each state. And only if it's patently obvious that the electors were in grave error in, in casting their votes do they then come in and maybe object to it or say this is why we can't I can't go forward with this, whatever the case. But this is more of a formality more than anything, is to certify what the electors have put forth. And that the vice president, you know, Mike Pence, he's just he just presides over these proceedings. He had no power to overturn this. And there was a story that came out this past week where the president basically challenged Vice President Pence saying, Are you do you want to be a patriot or a Another P word that is, you know, also used in uh, for for a cat. Okay, I don't think I can say that on the air. And and then of course, when Mike Pence exercised his constitutional duty to certify the results that was put forth by Congress, the president basically said, "Well, unfortunately, yeah. I'll, well, here it is." Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones which they were asked to previously certify. USA demands the truth. Well, the problem is the truth has continued to come out, and no one on the Trump, Trump uh, team Trump wants to hear it. And that, that's, that is, is the bigger problem. So, again, when he basically says, well, you know, this is what happens. You should expect this, these riots. I mean, he didn't say that this is what you expect that these riots should happen, but it was very clear what he was insinuating. You know, this is what happens when you have a peaceful, when you have a uh, stolen, when you have an election, a landslide stolen from us. You know, but we need everybody to go home. Okay. And instead of de-escalation, he served to... Now fan the flames. And that wasn't helpful. So, uh, again, ultimately, I don't think there's going to be enough votes in the Senate to you know, convict uh, Trump. And, again, the earliest the Senate could, uh, trial can take place is Tuesday the 19th. That's literally 24 hours before he's going to leave office. There's already been moving vans at the White House, and the president is already— planning on relocating to Florida. There's been a max, mass exodus out of his cabinet, his inner circle, uh, from his chief of staff, Mick Mulvaney, to Transportation Secretary Elaine Chow, Education Secretary Betsy, Betsy DeVos, Health and Human Services Secretary uh, Adam Azar. He's, he, he's jumped ship. Uh, it, the wheels have come off. There's no saving this, despite what the My Pillow guy has to say. And I don't really even want to get into, get into that. All, all I'll say about Mike Lindell... Uh, Prince of a man, a wonderful man, what he's overcome in his life, an addiction to crack cocaine to build this huge empire where he's worth multi, multi, multi millions of dollars from making pillows that everybody loves. And we have my pillows in our house and we love them. Um, but this idea that he's got 
inside information that shows that the president actually won, and maybe we should enact some sort of martial law around this country, yeah, he's not a serious candidate for governor. If that's the best the Minnesota Republicans put forth for governor in 2022, um, all I'll say is congratulations on your reelection, Governor Walls. So, uh, but I want to hear what you have to think. Uh, is is the impeachment the right thing? And if and if not, why not? Or if it is, why do why do you believe it is? And do you believe the president should be convicted? Because again, there have been a handful of Republican senators who have signaled they would vote to convict. Well, you need 17 of them. Of all 50 Democrats, because the new Senate will be a 50-50 split. So if you get all 50 Democrats, you're going to need 17 Republicans. Are there 17 Republicans who are going to vote to convict? I I don't believe there are. However, uh, word is that if Rudy Giuliani represents the president at a trial in the Senate, that might actually get enough Republicans to vote to convict uh, Donald J. Trump. What a mess. 651 289 4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag NARN Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Remember the day they were born? It seems like yesterday. Now they'll be starting kindergarten in the fall. Where will you send them to begin their journey to a life that inspires? Liberty Classical Academy is a Christian pre-K through 12th grade school with rigorous academics and a passionate commitment to Christian faith. Liberty Classical Academy is hosting an in-person kindergarten open house on Thursday, February 4th at 8.30 a.m. Register today at libertyclassicalacademy.org. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor... And we finally uncovered the truth. It It was was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could Could I I have have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by Ab. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional, and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions, and as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Continuing to talk about uh, the uh, 
Trump administration, particularly the impeachment of uh, President Trump, the second time in his presidency he will have been impeached. Uh, so a lot of discussion to take place on that today, that is for sure. On this, the final Sunday of the uh, Trump administration. Why don't we take Bob's call uh, first? Bob from Shoreview is on line one. Bob, always good to hear from you, sir. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, thank you. I have two things. I'm looking at Donald J. Trump's live Facebook account. And on January 6th at 3.14 p.m., I'm assuming that's Eastern time, this is what he wrote. I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. And I had one more thing I wanted to include. You know, we have never faced anything in our lives like this before with the COVID-19 pandemic, which led to all the absentee voting. And I think uh, we need to cut President Trump some slack and mitigate our criticism of him in light of this unprecedented mess we found ourselves in because of COVID-19. What do you think? Yeah, thanks, Bob. I appreciate it. Well, uh, I don't think that uh, he he should be absent from criticism in some of the uh, things he has said, the un- the baseless claims he made uh, regarding uh, voter fraud. However, I think there definitely has uh, he's faced challenges in 2020. You know, the COVID-19 pandemic certainly was one. And I think he could have made a case that his administration handled that about as well as they possibly could. But unfortunately, uh, he often downplayed it. And say even after he got it, said, well, I don't know what the big deal is. It's no worse than the flu when it actually has inhibited people worse than others. I mean, people have different reactions to it than others. So I, I'll agree with you that he has faced uh, more uh, from day one in office, uh, more criticism, more backlash, uh, uh, divisive rhetoric than any president in history. But he certainly has dished it out, too. And, you know, he, he definitely should be criticized uh, based on that, so I appreciate the uh, appreciate the call, Bob. And yeah, I, I did see the Facebook post you're referring to. To me, that was a that was a little too late. Say asking everyone in the U.S. Capitol remain peaceful. This was already after the riots had started, and this was already after the video he put out where said where he basically said, "Well, this is what happens when you when a landslide election is stolen from us." You know, I mean, by this time it was damage control for a lot of uh, damage that he caused. So. You know, I, I'm not sure that I could give him quite the the, the kudos on that uh, that uh, that Bob did. So, but we do appreciate the call nonetheless. Oh, the calls are starting to come in. Uh, I already see what you're typing, Brian. So we'll take Mark's call right away. Mark uh, from St. Louis Park is on line one. Mark, go ahead. As always, Brad. Thanks for a great show, and, and thank you for having me on. Um, I think what's going on the last few weeks is the one consistent theme we have uh, in the media is that. Uh, Things are constantly changing. For instance, the goalposts are moving. Last week, it was the speech that Donald Trump's speech that caused all this havoc. And since we've learned, we've learned that there was warning to the Capitol Police. There was planning involved. There was social justice, Black Lives Matter warriors involved. So the goalpost has been moved. It's moved from Donald Trump's speech earlier, a few weeks ago, caused this to now um, uh, what he did after the riots. So I think it's, it's a still a fluid situation, and uh, we, we should remember that, because on a weekly basis, the uh, information is changing. Yeah. And I'll just hang up, and let, I, like, I like your opinion on that. Thanks. Yeah, Mark, you're exactly right. And I, yeah, I was definitely going to get to that uh, this hour, but you, you make an excellent point. Yeah, this, is, this was something that was hastily thrown together by Speaker Pelosi because, well, once it was the articles finally came out, or excuse me, the one article of impeachment came out on Wednesday, it was literally one week before the president was going to leave office. So it was hastily thrown together because you know, they wanted to impeach him a second time. But yeah, you're exactly right. As we've learned more, we're, we're, we're beginning to understand that this was pre-planned, these riots. Now, if that if that's the case, you know, it's going to go to the trial in the Senate. And if enough Republicans take in this new evidence and say, well, wait a minute, uh, this isn't the this isn't what we thought initially. Now that more evidence has come to light, i.e. this was preplanned. Yeah. Incitement. That kind of seems like a little bit of a bridge too far. So while the president needs to be reprimanded for his conduct leading up to January 6th, 
Uh, it definitely falls short of the threshold of impeachment. So, yeah, Mark, you're exactly right, and that's something that I'm going to get to uh, in the next segment or two. I, don't, I promise you that. I uh, want to go to another call, line two, Jane in Golden Valley. Jane, go ahead. Hi. Say, I listen to Dennis Prager, who's on your station. Yes. And, you know, it's just like he said with the election. How could a president win, have more people voting for him a second term, which usually does not happen, and still lose the election? And so I can still understand why he's upset about that. And Dennis has had on a couple of statisticians, and they said, hey, look at this, look at this, look at this. So I don't know. I'm irritated that people still say this wasn't hijacked. I think there's some cases here to look into so I can understand why President Trump is upset by this. Because if this would have been flipped, let me tell you, it would have been Florida all over again. And I just think it's ridiculous. I don't think he incited Dennis read his speech or played his speech on his show. And, you know, he didn't play the whole thing, but parts where, you know, it could sound like maybe he was trying to incite, but there was none of that. And this guy was terrorized for three years with a trial that went nowhere. Nothing happened to the Democrats who brought in stuff, who tried to make this Russia collusion that didn't even exist. And he got more done than what Obama did in eight years. And I think I agree with the previous caller. We need to cut him some slack. He seems to be kind of an emotional person. He likes things to go his way. I mean, he's an entrepreneur, multimillionaire, billionaire. Right, yeah. And he's, he's got some of an ego, but we need to move bit. on from that. <laughs> yeah, appreciate the call, Jade. Thanks so much. Look, I, you know, I'll just, I'll agree with you that he has faced more, uh, blowback from the opposing party and from the opposition media than any president in history. And I didn't think that was going to be possible after witnessing the treatment George W. Bush got. I'll grant you that. But again, I I, 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 I refuse to excuse the conduct and some of the rhetoric that the president himself has put forth and has made easily verifiable false statements regarding Allegations of fraud. Again, to say it, it, you, it's okay to believe both things, that there was voter fraud, but it was not to the degree that the president and his legal team was putting forth, especially when a lot of these claims that the president and his legal team were making or that these affidavits were bringing forth, they turned out to be these people seeing things that they didn't understand what they were seeing. And again, we've talked about on the show before, the, the one good positive aspect of President Trump is he brought a lot of new people into the political realm for the first time ever. You know, these people hadn't really engaged in volunteering in different political duties, whether it's, you know, being uh, uh, election observers or volunteers, poll watchers, what have you. And they just didn't have a, a grasp of what they were seeing, despite the fact that there were opportunities for, you know, like classes to take to say this is this is how election night works, these are the procedures that are to be in place. But if you don't go to those, you're not going to understand what you're seeing when you're actually there on election night. And I think that was the biggest problem. Is people say, well, there's something nefarious going on. There's a woman that's literally marking up ballots. What, what what's what's that all about? Well, if a ballot going through a machine isn't read properly, then they replicate that and put it through so that the machine counts it because the initial ballot, the machine wasn't reading it. You know, there was another one where, well, some I saw someone feeding the same ballot in the machine over and over and over and over again. Yeah, because those were for overseas absentee ballots. And unfortunately, when those ballots are filled out, it doesn't scan very well. And so they have to replicate those absentee ballots and be sure that those votes are adequately counted. But you see, someone who doesn't have experience watching this stuff, they may think they're seeing something nefarious. You know, I've gone over the Georgia situation many times, claiming that there were suitcases full of ballots being brought in, fraudulent ballots pre-filled out for Joe Biden, and those were scanned through, and that's why the president lost Georgia. Again, no, that's not true. These were lockboxes where the ballots, once they were scanned in the machine, go into these lockboxes, and once the lockbox is open, they have to be counted, and the box can't be closed again. And there are observers there watching it. But unfortunately, someone just takes a snapshot of footage 
and mangles the context of it. So when you're focusing on those particular incidents, which weren't fraud at all, but you're ignoring uh, like a church in Georgia where they had a voter registration drive where it indicated that 2,000 people registered to vote, but yet they said, well, we only had about 100 people come through. That, that warrants investigation. Was it enough to overturn Georgia? No, but that's the kind of stuff that needs to get cleaned up. And that's where the Team Trump failed to focus. So appreciate the calls, one and all. We'll get uh, to some more stuff surrounding impeachment and the Capitol riots. Right here, AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488 is the number to call back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Is your pressure washer well-maintained and in safe working order? From the burner to the pump, a good pressure washer is designed to work well and be safe to operate. Worn hoses, scale buildup, and unloaders out of adjustment are all safety concerns. Give us a call today to find out what we can do for you. Buy local, buy quality, visit AmericanPressure.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions, always, we appreciate you tuning in. And by the way, I failed to mention that over on the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, uh, we are broadcasting the show live. So I uh, don't know why, if you want to watch my ugly mug the entire show, but uh, we are broadcasting live, and it's a good way for me to interact with the uh, the listeners, uh, by the way. So uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Looks like uh, uh, Matthew from out, from out in California has commented a few times. Matt, I'll, Matthew, I always appreciate you listening to the broadcast. He's one of our uh, loyal listeners to both Mitch and myself, so we appreciate that. But, yeah, feel free to hop on over to the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, watch the live stream, and you can comment and uh yeah, it's a good way for me to interact with the listeners as well. So, 
I do want to get to the story from CNN, an investigative uh, piece by uh, Evan Perez. He's CNN justice correspondent. Uh, And this is something that Mark was alluding to, caller Mark from St. Louis Park, this uh, past segment. Uh, Investigators are pursuing signs the U.S. Capitol riot was planned. So that would kind of seem to fly in the face of the president kind of sending out secret code words during his speech to release his supporters to go riot at the Capitol. So uh, this is, again, from CNN. uh, Evidence uncovered so far, including weapons and tactics seen on surveillance video, suggests a level of planning that has led investigators to believe the attack on the U.S. Capitol was not just a protest that spiraled out of control, a federal law enforcement official says. Among the evidence the FBI is examining are indications that some participants at the Trump rally at the Ellipse outside the White House left the event early, perhaps to retrieve items to be used in the assault on the Capitol. A team of investigators and prosecutors are also focused on the command and control aspect of the attack, looking at travel and communications records to determine if they can build a case that is similar to a counterterrorism investigation, the official said. The belief early in the probe will demand significant investigation. The purpose, the, excuse me, the presence of corruption prosecutors and agents is in part because of their expertise in financial investigations. Uh, we are following the money, the official said. By Wednesday morning, the FBI reported that it had received more than 126,000 digital tips from the public regarding the attack on the Capitol, more than three times the number of tips received on Monday. Among the thousands of tips the FBI received are some that appear to show members of Congress with people who later showed up the Capitol riot, two law enforcement officials said. This, does, this doesn't mean members of Congress are and staff are under investigation, but the FBI is checking the veracity of the claims, the officials said. So will that make a difference then once this is going to trial? Because obviously it was the... the uh, impeachment was already passed in the House. The earliest a trial could begin on, is on Tuesday, again twenty four hours before the president leaves office, and then obviously it'll 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 go on well after he has left office. Well, here it's saying that this will demand significant investigation. Well, if that's the case, if you're going to want to do your due diligence on this, and if you want to get seventeen Republicans to join 50 Democrats to vote to convict Donald Trump, then you're going to want to see all the evidence and you're going to want to see all this played out. I got news for you. When law enforcement talks about this is going to be significant investigation, that don't happen in just a week. That's going to be long drawn out. Do you think President Joe Biden is going to want to put off getting started on his agenda or trying to implement an agenda. Again, he doesn't have nearly the mandate he thinks he does. So that's going to be a tall order to even get any of his agenda items passed. The only thing he's really going to do is some of these executive orders he's talking about first day of office. But there is no way any of his agenda is going to be looked at if you're going to take weeks and weeks in a, in a, in a trial. Again, this isn't going to be wrapped up in just a week or so. So uh, again, does this change things? You know, I guess the, the, the short answer is it's dependent upon what this uh, significant investigation, as it's being deemed, turns up. I mean, that's that's the obvious answer. But what what people were saying early on is the president was saying things in his speech that caused people to leave and go right at the Capitol. And nothing in his speech indicates that. But again, I've, I emphasized several times last week, and, and, and I have this show, this show thus far, and that is his conduct while the riots were going on, basically shrugging, says, well, this was what happens. You know, when a, when a landslide election is stolen from us, you know, my Vice President Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what's right, but you need to go home. Okay, we love you all, but, we need, but you need to go home. Again, people dismiss that as Trump being inartful, and that what he says doesn't come out artfully and it's not really how he feels, what he means. Well, I'm sorry. That's that's not going to fly here. It's it's just not. And he's not going to get a lot of sympathy from some people when this goes to the Senate trial. But this is uh, this is worth keeping an eye upon. Uh, 
Former FBI Director James Comey even even suggested that Joe Biden maybe pardon uh, President Trump and just move on from this altogether so Biden could go about being president of the United States and trying to implement his agenda. Because from pretty much from the first few months Trump was in office, they were doing the Russia collusion, collusion investigation. That turned up nothing. Then they tried to impeach him for the Ukraine phone call, uh, and that ended up, you know, they impeached him in the House, but the Senate, they didn't con- they didn't vote to convict, so that that was done. And then, then he basically had a campaign to run, and then we saw what happened uh, when he didn't accept the results of the November election, uh, talking about the vote being stolen, and now they're trying to argue, well, all of his rhetoric about the vote being stolen and they're taking it from us, yada, yada, yada. You need to reach out to your members of Congress. That that, that is incitement. Um if that's what they're going with, that's that's going to be a tough sell. And again, does the country want to continue to be bogged down with talk about Donald J. Trump? Here's another thing. What's the media going to do now, now that they don't have Trump to kick around anymore? I mean, they're already doing front-page features on Kamala Harris and the cool shoes she wears when she goes on these public gigs or how Joe Biden is having a normal presidency because he's got a couple of dogs running around the White House. Remember how that was a big thing? Because President Trump didn't have a pet in the White House, that it just seemed it just seemed wrong. He's de- he's destroying norms by not having a pet in the White House. Or a deeply unserious country. That's that's all I can say about it. Uh, oh yeah, and, and um, Kamala Harris. Uh, I, I think she had like a million views on on TikTok because of uh, or it was a TikTok video that went viral because of new some new kicks she got. Again, we're a deeply unserious country. That's that as much as for certain. Uh, Dan in Invergrove Heights is on line one. Dan, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi, how you doing? Doing well. Uh, quick, quick, oh, thank God. I have a quick question for you. Do you have any uh, knowledge about the reasons why Justices Alito and Justice Thomas were willing to hear the case on election fraud? Do I do I have I heard why they were willing to? Yeah, do you do you have any knowledge of the real reasons why they were willing to hear the case on election fraud? Trump's, you know, case. Uh, just, no, I don't have uh, any I don't have any theories if that's why you're asking. No. No, not 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 theories, but no, no, not theories. Do you have any knowledge about why they were willing to hear it? Uh I rem- I vaguely remember that coming across that they were the, it almost seemed like an air of, well, yeah, we'll we'll listen to it, but um, it seems you know pretty far fetched. But we'll at least listen to it to get it on the record. That was almost like the air that they gave off in, in talking about it. But as far as as deep seated reasons why I don't, yeah, because I think that was really what we want is to have some kind of a hearing. You know, it's like the le- it's like there was a lack of check and balance in the courts. And, it, and even if they felt the argument was specious, at least if it was heard, then we could have felt more assured that there was a check and balance uh, that was used to uh, arrive at the position where we are now. That's, that, I, I, that's what I feel anyway. Okay. And that's why I was so curious to know why Justice Alito and Justice Thomas were willing to hear the case on election fraud and I don't know if they could let us know, but I think it would be helpful to the country for, to heal if they could at least tell us what they were thinking when they were willing to hear the case. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Dan. I appreciate that. It's an interesting perspective. All I know is that from from the few cases that were heard, obviously none at the Supreme Court, but at uh, at other uh, state courts federal and federal courts, was once these cases were presented before a judge— the Trump legal team basically said, well, OK, look, we're, we're not here to talk about specific uh, uh, cases of fraud here, but uh, but but we're here to talk more about uh, equal protection. They were trying to make an equal protection case when they were alleging all of this fraud that overturned votes that would have given the election to Trump. And so if I had to if I if I had to guess, I'd say the Supreme Court didn't bother to hear them because, you know, the legal team just flat out didn't have all their ducks in a row. And that would seem consistent with all of the other cases that no other courts heard. And that was a frustrating part of this is because, you know, there were some legit 
aspects of fraud. And, you know, you could have done the noble thing going forward and, and even said, well, you know what, it's not enough to overturn this election. However, if these particular areas aren't shored up, then you're talking about elections going forward even more rife with fraud that actually could have a material impact on the elections. But unfortunately, the Trump legal team wasn't uh, performing a task that noble. But appreciate the call, Dan. Thanks so much. Tell you what, why don't we take a break? We'll come back with one final segment this hour. And we have uh, more time to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Life insurance for a dollar a day? Really? Sure, if you're young, in perfect health, and want to get coverage that you'll have to replace when you're older and not so healthy. If you want real life insurance coverage that'll be with you for life, call Big Lou. There's no dollar-a-day bait-and-switch schemes, only honest answers and quotes you can depend on. If you're 50 years old with a little more belly than you'd like, $750,000 for 20 years could be less than $200 per month. Go to BigLou.com and read Lou's reviews. He's a straight shooter with the best reviews you'll ever find. Call now to get your free, no-obligation quote and get started with affordable term life insurance. Call Big Lou at 800-529-2856. That's 800-529-2856. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on a few meds, too. Call 800-529-2856 or visit BigLou.com. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. The reviews are amazing as this is one product that actually works. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine and it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Genesis 950 is made in America. If you are tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, floors, upholstery, and grease stains. Consider Genesis 950 before purchasing new carpets. Genesis 950 has great customer service. Order one gallon direct at Genesis950.com to receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and a $10 coupon using code PETS. Genesis950.com. That's Genesis950.com. Discount only available at Genesis950.com. Genesis 950. Much cheaper than replacing your carpet. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. To do Q right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack Attack, oh, Rack Shack Barbecue. Made fresh daily, cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Feel so close to you right now. It's a force field. Welcome back, AM1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in by Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Want to get to Miles' call right away. He is in Woodbury. Miles on line one. Go ahead. Yeah. Hey, Brad. I was just curious on what you thought uh, about the states in question that had uh, changed some of their voting rules but not gone through the legislative process. How'd you feel about that? Yeah, I appreciate the call, Miles. That uh, That's something that I've been, a drum I've been beating pretty much since uh, Election Day, is that these legislatures need to codify their election laws, basically saying there is no pandemic exception to the state's Constitution. And that's how, well, that, that they attempted that here in Minnesota. 
they Secretary of State unilaterally changed the law saying, hey, as long as these ballots are postmarked November 3rd, we can accept them up to, I don't know, X number of days after Election Day. And that went against what the legislature had put into law the previous session. And there was a lawsuit brought forth, and eventually it was overturned. Now, unfortunately, uh, I don't know why, but in some states, you know, whether it was governors or secretaries of state, the executive branch made changes to election laws because of the pandemic to allow for mail-in voting and to extend uh, the deadline for receiving absentee ballots, provided they're postmarked by Election Day. And it's like, well, you can't do that. Only the legislature has a power to draft laws and make laws. And for some reason, some states weren't overturned. I don't know why that is, but the point point is— the Republicans still have dominant representation in a lot of state legislatures across the country. So if they haven't addressed this on day one of their respective sessions, to me it's a dereliction of duty. So the short answer is, Miles, uh, I was obviously pretty perturbed in that, uh, by that because I'm a big believer in the, in the, in the Constitution and separation of powers, and it was clear that that was not enacted in all states. Uh, do want to get to this Don Lemon clip. Don Lemon from CNN uh, basically puts all 75 million Trump voters into one basket. This is Don Lemon having a conversation with his CNN colleague, Chris Cuomo, this past week. Now what you hear is... This is Chris Cuomo. Starting. Well, you can't say that everybody who voted for Trump is like the people who went into the Capitol. True. Response. You can't say that. What everybody's like? Everybody who voted for ex- Trump is I, like them. And now I just explained to you: if you if if you are on that side, you need to think about the side you're on. I am never on the side of the Klan. I am never principal people, conservative or liberal, never on the Klan side. Principal people, conservative or liberal, never on the Nazi side. Principal people who are conservative or liberal, never on the side that treats their their fellow Americans as less than. That says that your fellow Americans should not exist. That says your that says your fellow Americans should be in a concentration camp, or that sides with slavery, or sides with any sort of bigotry. Right. And if they Prince say I don't agree with those people, I just like Trump's policy. Well, then get out of the crowd with him. Get out of the crowd. I with wasn't him. in the crowd. I just voted for Trump. You're in the crowd who voted for Trump. If you voted for Trump, you voted for the person who the Klan supported. You voted for the person who Nazis support. You voted for the person who the alt-right supports. That's the crowd that you are in. You voted for the person who incited a crowd to go into the Capitol and, and potentially take the lives of lawmakers, took the lives of police officers, took the lives of innocent lives who were there on the Capitol that day. You voted on that side, and the people in Washington are continuing to vote on that side. Okay. So Don Lemon, he's wrong, of course, um, because Donald Trump garnered 30% of the non-white vote this last election, which for which for a Republican is a big number. And a Republican presidential candidate has not seen that kind of share of the white non-white vote since Richard Nixon in 1960. So what are you saying? Are all these, uh, these, these black people and Hispanics, are they all on the side of the Klan? Are they all on the side of Nazis? You know, particularly some of these Hispanics, particularly Cuban-Americans, who came from a literal tyrannical regime, the Castro regime, and they know of what they see and they, know, and they have the credibility to say, uh, Donald Trump's nothing like uh, what we came from in, in our country. They, they don't carry any credibility. See, this is a dangerous game for Don Lemon to play because if you want to play that game, all right, well, um, you uh, if you voted for uh, uh, Barack Obama or you know you voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016 or Joe Biden in 2020, look at all these people that supported those individuals who are anti-Israel, who are Zionists, who are anti-Zionists, who make anti-Semitic statements, don't believe Israel has a right to exist. Those who don't believe Israel have a right to exist, the vast majority of them vote Democrat. So, are you saying you're on the you're, you're on the side of the anti anti Semites, Don Lemon? That Biden voters and Clinton voters they're on the side of anti Semites. If that's if that's a game you're going to play, then let's play it. And and I've said it many times in this program. 
the most bigoted offensive language I hear is when a quote-unquote progressive talks about a conservative who is either female or black. And God help them if they're black female conservatives too, by the way. Those people are subjected to the most ugly, hateful rhetoric I've ever seen or heard. So, uh, again, this is a this is a classic example. Our uh, friend and colleague Mitch Berg, Berg's seventh law of uh, progressive projection. When a progressive uh, questions a conservative's ethics or character or love of country, they're at best projecting, and at worst drawing attention away from their own misdeeds. And that that's that's what Don Don Lemon's doing right here. This is that's classic projection. Seventy five. If seventy five million people genuinely held beliefs of not Nazism or the Klan, then uh, there would be all-out warfare in the streets right now trying to make this an all-white country. And it's not happened. Now, I understand what he's saying. He's not saying all 75 million are have those tendencies, but he's saying you're siding with those people. And again, that's, that's unequivocally false because, again, if you're going to play that game, look at who the people are that most oppose Israel, our lone Western outpost in the Middle East, eh, existing if, if that if that's a game you want to play you know and again look at it look at it look at all these left-wing sites when they talk about black conservatives or female conservatives right again that that there there's no more uh bitter rhetoric or hateful rhetoric than when they talk than when progressives talk about uh conservatives of color or conservatives who are female so again that's 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 a dangerous game down lemons uh, playing but you know CNN is going to allow him to have his platform to say that and uh, and alienate half the country, and they don't, they don't seem to care. They allow him to do it. And, you know, kudos to Chris Cuomo, you know, playing devil's advocate there, bringing up some pretty solid points, saying, look, I didn't vote for, for Trump, the person or the, or the people who supported him. I voted for Trump's policies. And because there are no viable alternatives and policy on the left— you know, that's why I voted for Trump. But no, no, no. Then you're siding with the, the, the Nazis and, and, and the Klan. So Don Lemon's just another vapid, empty suit in, uh, in CNN, and they're chock full of them. So no surprise there. Hour number one of the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. Back in a few. Closing time. Looking for a kindergarten next fall with rigorous academics and a passionate commitment to Christian faith? Register for Liberty Classical Academy's in-person kindergarten open house on Thursday, February 4th at 8.30 a.m. Sign up today at libertyclassicalacademy.org. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for a church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. 
All you need is a mini satellite installed, and you can have unlimited Internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the Internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is satellite Internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast Internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. 